We'll do it live. Fuck it. You're listening to the Ranger Things podcast. Ranger Things. We're recording Saturday, December 9th, immediately following the loss to the Capitals. 4 nothing loss to the Capitals. That was a rough game, man. It's hard to watch that one. Um, Well, as always, you can visit rangerthingspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things. We'd love for you to be a part of the show, so send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You could also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service. And if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. Let's get into it. Uh, oh, I didn't do the intros. Holy crap. I am all out of sorts today. Well, uh, I'm Carlo Montanino, and I'm joined today by Brendan Lyons. You know, Carlo, if, uh, if you didn't have charlie lingren blanking the rangers today then you clearly have never watched the ranger game that this is true this is true this is the most range ranger shit like you know how aaron Rodgers getting hurt four plays into his jet career is the most jet shit that could ever happen to the jets getting blanked by charlie lingren is the most ranger shit that could ever happen to the Rangers. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like it's like an occult thing. It's like it's not even like weird luck. It's like there is like some kind of curse where the Rangers cannot show up against a goalie they've never seen before. It's insane. Yeah, not, and not yeah. just lose a game. They get shut out. Time and time again. You know what what makes it even worse? Look, and this like tonight's loss this week, the last week and a half has been just bad getting worse. But what makes tonight even worse is that Patrick Kane scored his first goal Ooh. as a Red Wing. We should have said we should have picked that him up. happened when that happened, the Kane or die faction of uh of Ranger fandom went absolutely bonkers like mickey eight rangers is mickey eight rangers on a friend of the tonight. show friend of the show he's i've been arguing with him all night he is on one tonight i mean these people they just they refuse to implore employ reason uh patrick kane is not gonna be good for this entire year and if he is oh well his hip will fall apart in 30 games. That's my that's my that's what I'm betting. Just like Patrick Kane being a a Red Wing wasn't enough for the Red Wings to beat the Senators tonight, it wouldn't have been enough for us to beat the Capitals tonight. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Patrick that's, Kane was not helping us. Not this week. We would have lost to the Capitals 4-1 instead of 4-0. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It was kind of a soft goal that he scored. Yeah. I mean, I didn't But it's just it. it's just made it's just made being a lot like alive and a Rangers fan on Twitter at the same time, even more aggravating <laughs> because he scored that goal. All right. Well, before we dive any further, I, I do want to pay atten- uh, call attention to uh, the obvious change in the show today. Dave's not here. He's working. Uh, oh yeah. Had- Where's Dave? Dave is, he's stuck working overtime because he has a real mm-hmm. big boy job and that sucks for him. Uh, but he's here in spirit, and we he has some talking points that he wanted us to bring up. So we'll do that in a moment. But I just want to get into next week's games. Uh, Sunday, tomorrow, uh, 12-10 versus the Kings. That's going to be hard to watch. Uh, Tuesday versus Toronto. Friday versus gonna be the tough Ducks, to watch. And then Saturday against Boston. So this is, I mean, if things continue the way they have been this week, it's not, it's not going to be a pretty yeah. week. We could um, be looking at if things continue. We can be looking at a, like a five game skid. Yeah, and you know, including the, the, the last two games. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and we've in the past when the Rangers have lost even stinkers, we kind of like, oh, you can't win them all because 
the way they lost, it yeah. was just it was fine. It was just an acceptable loss. These two losses to Ottawa and Washington are something bad feels losses. different. They're, they're something it's, feels yeah, it's, something feels different. I agree. Yeah, the, I, but, you, know, you know that. Sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say that. Being said, you know it's it's December ninth, and it's the first time you know this season that we've come on this podcast and said, oh, "Man, this was a rough week, or this is going to be a rough week." Like, you know, so slumps happen. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't think we take like right now. I think it would be really foolish to panic. It's only you know. It's two bad losses, but it's just two losses, you yeah. know? Well, I, I I'm think... really curious to see how they're going to respond tomorrow. That's that's going to be a test. Uh, okay, Win again, or I'm, lose. Win or Win lose. Win or lose. Um, they have to play a good game. They have to do 60 minutes. The Kings, like, I mean, Kings might be the best team in the league right now, you know? They are red hot. They're good. They they're good. are undefeated on the road, and they're coming into the garden. You know they're going to pick up their game. It's going to be a tough yeah. game. Um, I agree. I agree. They're, the Kings are really, really good. Uh, but, you know, look, if the Rangers come out and they play a full 60 and they just lose a good game, then that's fine. fine. That's a moral victory. Uh, yeah. You know, it's the way they respond tomorrow is going to be really telling. Um, because if they come out and it's a no-show, then we're in a little bit of trouble. Then yeah. you might want to, you know. Yeah. Then, then you're in shaken up territory, you know. Yeah, you gotta like make, start because you know the up bottom line is, you know, the bottom line is is that it's still only December 10th tomorrow, and you've still got a real nice cushion in the division, mm-hmm. and you've got plenty of time to figure shit out. Yeah. So that's the beauty of winning all those games up front. You buy yourself you know, some you... time, but you know mm-hmm. it's, it's <clears throat> excuse me. The thing that I'm really concerned with. And it was so very apparent in the Ottawa game, and then again tonight, the Rangers have gotten very loose in the offensive zone. Mm-hmm. Like they're making, well, there's two things, and the second thing I, I definitely want to call out, but they're making a lot of kind of weak passes. They're expecting to be successful, which I think maybe they're a little yeah. bit ahead of themselves, and they're just giving up odd man rushes like crazy. They're not able to sustain any pressure in the offensive zone because they're turning the puck over constantly. It's really yeah. – and then the second thing is Shesterkin, he is kind of trying to, like, carry the team, and he's making really, really, really bad decisions with the puck. Two yeah. or three goals in the past two games have been directly a result of Shesterkin's puck handling. Like, he's trying to do now too much. Yeah, and I but I see I just think that's a that is a byproduct of the way the team's playing in front of him. Right now, yeah, no, I think exactly. you know, a lot of people are criticizing Shesterkin right now. I think Shesterkin is the only I think he's the only person on this team. Excuse me, one of the few people on this team who's showing up night after night mm-hmm. uh ready to play. You know, when Shesterkin has, to, you know, when Shesterkin has to be lights out for the first 20 25 minutes and you're still down by two goals, now the team defense is going to get the structure is going to get loose. Every goal you go down, the structure mm-hmm. gets looser. Team defense yeah. gets looser, right? And now every chance is becoming a mid to high danger chance on Igor. And then the goals are going to start piling up. The truth is, is that Igor made eight or nine ridiculous saves in that first period. Mm-hmm. Then made eight or nine ridiculous saves in the second period before things got out of control. Or even yeah. as things were getting out of control. For every goal they scored, Igor kept like four out. Yeah, I mean, it's... Like four four prime chances out. It, you know, it, it's the, like you said before, before we started recording, that the team defense is just lacking. And you think it's since Kako went out, which I think is... Yeah. That lines up perfectly. Yeah. It lines up exactly to when Kako went out. Because, I mean, he's uh, driving possession in both zones. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, you know, of course, you're not going to have less turnovers if you have the puck, clearly. So it's, do do we need Kako? Do we need to find someone like Kako? Is Brzezinski doing the trick? I don't know. I don't know. I but don't know. It just feels like we're trying to, you know, we're losing, 
we're losing 200 foot players and we're trying to, you know, re- replace them with 100 foot players. Right. You know, and that's just not going to, it's not going to work. And, you know, look, this was going to happen eventually. You can't sustain as many, like, critical injuries as mm-hmm. the Rangers have at, this early in the season and not begin to see the effects on it. Look, I know, like, Fox is back. Great. But that doesn't necessarily mean we're over the hump on the Fox injury. Right. Just because he's back. Right. There's several things that, you know, losing a guy doesn't just mean you lose that guy. That means someone else has to then start doing a job they were not intended to do Mm -hmm. for a, a certain period of time. And then there's there's an adjustment going back to where like it was an adjustment for Gustafson to take on that top line role. Now it's an adjustment to go back to playing with Schneider. Plus, we've put more minutes on Gustafson early on than we ever wanted to. Right now, you've got Fox coming back. He's missed a month of game speed. It's going to take him a little while to get back to where he was before he got hurt. So there's a lot of shit that happens, you know. And like we like every fucking game, a forward goes down. You know, yeah. now you've got guys trying to in real time develop chemistry with each other in the bottom six, and it's just at some point it was going to catch up to us. Yeah, I mean, and that's I'm it. Not, I'm not hitting the panic button. I don't. I don't like. No. I don't like how they've been playing. It's again the system. No. It's it's and it's not an individual. It's not even an individual effort thing. Like it's like you can't point to a player who's saying and say that they're playing poorly. It's no the way they're playing as a team. The, it's a system. It's a team breakdown. thing. And I cannot, I cannot imagine a world where Laviolette is not chewing them out after this game. No, like he he's. No. I mean, one bad game, no big deal. An iffy week, okay. After tonight's game, there's no way he's. He's gonna bag. He's no. got to bag skate him, or well, maybe not before the Kings game. But man, something's gonna something something has to give. Um, wake yeah. the team up a little bit. But you, you know, maybe they lose two in a row for the first time in the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe that opens their eyes. Maybe that's maybe that's the little shot of life that they need. The wake up call that they need. Come in and play a solid sixty again. You don't even have to win tomorrow's. Game. Right, just play a good game. Just you know, play keep a good close. Game. <laughs> keep it close. Play a good. Uh, just play a solid sixty-minute hockey game. Yeah. You know, just try to. You know, it doesn't have to be lavish and wild. Just try to. Just try to make. A, just try to play mistake-free hockey. There you go. For as, as long as you can. Just play defense. Don't sure. worry about the. Don't score the goals. Just keep the other mm-hmm. team from scoring, and we'll see, and you'll see what happens. I think that's it's going to need to refocus a bit. <sighs> Dave has a theory. Um, What's Dave's theory? Can I ask you a question before you say his theory? Yeah, of course. Does it involve any sort of supernatural entity? Yeah, of course. And I think it's gonna okay. It, and I think it's All going right. to uh, have a, a ignite a good conversation and something we'll extend to the audience as well. I think. All right, Dave says the hockey gods are punishing us because of our braggadociousness. Feeling essentially like the Rangers are feeling a little bit too good. Maybe their fans mm. are a little bit too high on the hog. Now the hockey gods are punishing mm. us. We have to become superstitious again. God has sm- the hockey gods have smited us, and we must start paying tribute again. So, I Brendan, see. my question to you is: What are your hockey superstitions that you do when watching a game? Because I, I have a oh, couple, man, and I know everyone does. Okay, first of all, I can't be wearing anything that has the word Rangers on it. Really? While watching a room. Like, I can't wear a jersey. I can't wear a hat. I, I'm i not, I don't know, sometimes I'm a sit-in-the-same-spot kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely, uh, like, a leave-the-room kind of guy. Like, oh yeah, if I leave the room and things start going well, you just I'm not stay out of that. You don't. You, you got to listen from yeah, the other room. There. I'm not coming back. 
uh i've been i've been that way my whole like i'm definitely a, like if things start going well i'm definitely a everyone don't change anything like yeah everyone remain in the in the position you're in uh and i've been like that my whole life i think there was a i forget if it was a what was it it might have been a yankees world series uh where it was either a yankees world series or a a, a football game like a playoff game. No, it had to be a Yankee game because my brother-in-law, who's a giant fan, was mm-hmm. at my parents' house and we were rooting for the same team. Uh, so it was definitely a Yankee game. Definitely okay. Yankees World Series. And my mother went to the bathroom <laughs> and somebody hit a home run while she was in the bathroom and we made her stay in the bathroom. <laughs> You're just finding excuses to bully and, your poor mother. Yeah, something good happened. Something good happened while she was in the bathroom. I don't know if it was a home run or what. Yeah. Something good happened while she was in the bathroom, and we made her stay in the bathroom. Ma, you gotta stay in there. Yeah, like literally, like I don't know if you remember my parents' house. They had that hall uh-huh. bathroom. Yeah, in she between was in the living room and the kitchen, and it was like a narrow hall. So we made my brother sit in front of the bathroom doors and like <laughs> pin his legs up against the wall, so she couldn't open the door and get into the get out of the bathroom. That's funny. my poor mom. <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely a superstition I have. Uh. That's really it. I'm not a. You can't say the word shut out. I'm not oh, a. Yeah. You, you can't. You can't guess they're gonna win. Like you can't say they're gonna win. Yeah. Like I'm like I have enough rationale to know that I have no. But you. I, but like, if you I, enter like, the nothing room, I do. But if you re-enter a room after a good play or a goal, mm-hmm. then you will throw it. Who in knows? Room. Who knows? That's the thing we don't know. What about we you? don't know how it doesn't work. Oh me. Um. I'll I'll just preface in real life. I am not superstitious. I don't go for any of it but i yeah same. Can, but i can be pretty superstitious watching rangers games um the big one is sitting or standing so mm. if 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 something's if there's good momentum i have to get up and walk towards the yeah. tv and stare at it i can't yep. continue to sit yep. down um also i don't really wear jerseys during the game um but if i do happen to wear one and they win, I have to wear that one in the next game. If they mm. lose, I cannot wear it until I go through the rotation again. The cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got so it. So it's, it's a lot of like little things like that where yeah, I I, I, I like to uh, that's why I try not to wear the jerseys because then I get into like a whole freaking mental midget breakdown of like when I can wear them again. Um, so like if I don't wear a jersey, it doesn't affect it. But if I do decide to mm. wear one, I'm like putting fate in my hands speaking of wearing jerseys i know this is a bit off topic but i uh i wore my ranger jersey to devil's kraken in seattle how was that on uh it was a good game it was a really really good game i wore my ranger jersey uh sandra got a kick out of it because i was like obviously i got chirped a lot yeah all game. Right. And I was like, I don't I was like, I don't understand why everybody's so mad. I don't understand why everybody's so fucking mad. And Sandra was like, bro, you wore this jersey f- because for, you wore this reason. To, don't, yeah. Don't pretend this isn't exactly <laughs> what you wanted to happen. Uh oh, they were so mad at me. One guy was like beat red, like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? A devil's and then one right? guy, Yeah. And then one guy. One guy approached me. He wasn't wearing any team gear. He was like, are you lost? And I was like, no, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And he's like, you're at a Devil's game. And I was like, aware. I'm correct. That's accurate. Uh, most of them, I'm going to say 98% of them were like, they thought it was hysterical. Mm-hmm. But there were a few, like one group of guys, one guy like gave me a, like he gave me a pound and then his buddy was like, yeah, we're going to eliminate you from the playoffs. And I was like, bro, you're not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Sorry. Hate yeah. to break it to you. Um, uh, it was a good game, though. I will say this. Uh, very rare, very uncharacteristic L from the Kraken organization. Oh, really? Not the team, even though the team did lose, but from but from the organization. We got there early like we always do because we'd like to go see the warm-ups. Uh, and it's just like, we'll get there. Like, it was a 7.30 puck drop. We got there at 6. 
We grab, we go to the shop, we grab a bite to eat, we do a couple of laps. You know, it's a, it's a nice new arena. Mm-hmm. You know, then we go. You know, we try to get right on the right on the on the glass for the warm ups. Uh, if it's one of our teams, then we go to that side for the warm ups. But if not, we'll go watch the Kraken warm up. Uh, so we get there, and we go right to the shop because uh, we. Because, like I said, I wanted to get a um, reverse retro. Not the reverse mm-hmm. retro. I wanted to get the Winter the, Classic jersey. Those are nice jerseys. And Rare L from the Kraken organization, they had they only had one rack of those jerseys out, and it was pillaged. Wow. And there was only, like, the two smallest sizes. So hang tight one second. Sandra was able to get one for herself. I'll show it to you. It's such a – it's such a – a na- it's it's just such a dope jersey, but I really wanted one and I couldn't get one. Those are so nice, man. So I don't know if you could see it. Is that, that so the the logo is felt? Oh, that's sick! It's so sick. That is, sick. and then the uh, just the Winter Classic logo is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's it's just it's a beautiful jersey. That is nice. It's an absolutely gorgeous. I, I, sweater. I gotta say, they the did best, a really nice job. The best jerseys that. The NHL puts out are those Winter Classic jerseys because they do it's yeah. all those details. Like my Rangers Winter Classic with the shield on it, that's felt mm-hmm. stitched on beautifully. Like they really do a good job with those jerseys. You know, yeah, maybe maybe the look they look you might not like for certain teams certain years, but they're always super high quality. Really nice stuff. Absolutely. But that jersey, that, so, yeah, that, that cracker uh, one is sick. Ugh, excuse me, I was. Uh, they had a lot of Winter Classic merch. Um, I came real close to buying like a hoodie. I also came real close to buying the starter blackout, the blackout hoodie with just the Seattle Kraken in white and it's all black. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wanted to get, I want to get that in Ranger. I want to get a Rangers, uh, starter hoodie. I did get myself a winter classic hat. So here I am in my like Ranger jersey and my winter classic hat. And this one that was, <laughs> was like, pick a fucking team, bro. Pick a fucking team. Uh, there was a Devils fan sitting right behind us, and he must have been on a first date or something because these two just did. They didn't shut the fuck up. Oh, jeez! The entire game, they didn't shut the fuck up. Uh, just like chit chatting. Yeah. And he was telling he was telling her about like the good old days when he played hockey. This guy never fucking played. <laughs> it never happened. So like, I didn't say a word to any Devils fan around me. The whole game. And it was like, it was an exciting game. And I'm like ooing and eyeing for both sides. Right. Because both sides had like a lot of really great chances. Like it was a good game. Yeah. And like, I wasn't like cheering for the, de- like, I wasn't ch- like actively cheering against the Devils. You You're know what I mean? Enjoying like, a good game. I'm just, just enjoying, enjoying the game. I'm sitting next, I'm sitting with my arm around a Devils fan. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, and as we're getting, he waited until we got up to walk out of the game. And he was like, "Yeah, get the fuck out of here, Rags fan." Oh my! And I was God. like, "Yeah, first place." I was. I, I my exact <laughs> response was, I, "What? I can't hear you from up here in first place." He was like, "Yeah, how many? Well, how many cups do you have?" And I was like, "More than you." Yeah. <laughs> just just because yours are more recent doesn't mean you have more. Right. And none. Idiot. None of our. Neither of our teams. Are uh, the same as those cup teams at all? So it doesn't even yeah, matter. Even re- even remotely close yeah. to those cup teams, you know. That's so yeah, so I don't. But you know, for the most part, uh, for the most part, it was fine. I was online to get a. I was getting ice cream because mm-hmm. I got a Mister Softy in the building. Whoa, yeah, that's just fucking that's dope. Cool. So I'm online to get ice cream, and <laughs> some Devils fan. I have my back turned, and some Devils fan. I, all I hear is the Rangers fucking suck, and I turn around <laughs> and it's just like mid twenties guy in a Devils jersey, and he's like, "The Rangers fucking suck, fuck you, fuck, let's go Devils," and I'm just like, I'm laughing at him, and he won't stop screaming yeah. at me. <laughs> and the the like, people in the Pacific Northwest are very passive, right? And I'm like chirping him hard at this point, like I'm like, "Wow, fucking boo bird, cry <laughs> all the way back to fucking Weehawken, you fucking boo bird." So actually, I wanted to right. ask. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And uh, and it's just we're going back and forth, and it's like, it's like we're not like fighting, fighting. It's 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 playful. standard. 
It's standard hockey chirps. Right. And these people are like jaw dropped around me. Like, what's. <laughs> they have no idea that funny. this goes on. This is a regular occurrence. Just out yeah, on the this street. This is a regular here. occurrence. Yeah. So, so how, how did the, how well traveled are the Devils fans out to Seattle? Great. Really? Great. Uh, yeah. So I think the the Rangers are probably I, the best represented I've seen. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't surprise me. Rangers travel really well. Then I would say the second best I've seen there is probably a tie between the Blackhawks, who like the Rangers, their fans travel really well, and the Avalanche, just because of proximity. Right. Oh, um, With probably a tie. And then I would say the Devils are like a close third hmm. to them. That's nice. But like I mean, when I went to see the Canes, there was like there was like three Canes fans in the building. It was pathetic. Right. Huh. That's interesting. Because you know the Devils, you don't really aside from like the even like at MSG, like you don't get many Devils fans at the Garden. You don't get many Devils fans at uh, wherever now. I guess UBC Arena. You don't see many. They, yeah, they're a timid bunch. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've I've never been to Rangers Devils at the Garden. It's fun. Actually, there was, um, there was one time I went with uh, our friend Adam, Rangers Devils, and we were sitting maybe half a section behind uh, two Devils fans, and we are just drunk carrying on, and we start chirping, oh, the Devils suck, get the fuck out of here, you know, whatever. The kid turns around, and it's like a 14-year-old kid. And what we oh, now realize is, is their little brother. <clears throat> so we're like, oh, all right, let's not never be mind. Mean. Let's not be mean about no, no. Let's not be mean about the devils. He's there with his little brother. But now I'm going to shout over his head at the devils. The next set of devil fans. No, yeah. no, the devils on the ice. Because I'm like, all right, well, I'll just make fun of the devils while this kid's listening. I'm not going to bother this kid. Okay. And I'm not even talking about hockey. I'm like. Christine Todd Whitman's a whore! Like, shit like that. <laughs> and, yeah, like, the governor, I'm, like, making fun of their highway system, like, all stupid shit. Wawa's garbage! Um, and, Fuck jug handles! Yeah, exactly. And we're doing, I'm doing this for, like, the f- whole first and second period. The start of the third period, puck drops, and I say something, like, whatever, like, some stupid shit, like, who knows, I don't even remember, but he turns around. The kid. Will you guys just shut the fuck up? And I'm like, oh shit! All right, that's cool. awesome. <laughs> Jeez, all right, respect. Because I mean, we were definitely being <clears throat> annoying to everybody. Um, fun time. But actually, I, first speaking of first dates at a hockey game, I went on a date with a girl. First date. Um, I got preseason Rangers Devils, and I got okay. them on the Chase Bridge. So it was like, if. You know anything about hockey and going to hockey games? You know that's not expensive tickets. It's like twenty five bucks a ticket because it's preseason. Love that. This girl had no idea about any of it. She's never been to a hockey game before. Mm-hmm. She was really, really, really impressed. She thought I was the oh. coolest guy. And she and kept... then you guys got married and had three beautiful children. No, Is that no, what happened? no, 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 uh. no, no, no. <laughs> um, I mean, there was a little overlap at some point, but. It was no. This girl, she was super impressed, super happy, and but she kept trying to talk to me during the game because it's like a date. You want to get to know the other person. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was sitting in front of. Yeah, I know, but I was like, no, we're watching. We're here to watch the game. I don't. You you want to get to talk to you in between periods about? I'll talk to you in between. Yeah, exactly. Like we're here to watch. You're joining me at a hockey game. I'm not taking you. I'm not trying to learn about you. I'm telling you, these pickup artist guys, the negging, it totally works, dude. I'm not one of those guys. Never was, but this chick uh, loves me. I had to. Did you peacock? I, were you wearing like a funny hat? I had a. I had a really big, uh, funny hat. It, it was one of the, actually. It was a foam finger. Feathers. It was a oh. big foam just finger. Put, a, I put it on my just head. Put a foam <laughs> finger on your head. Yeah. Yeah. But she loved it. Yeah. I had to break her heart. Sadly, Nailed it. She. She ended up being a therapist. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm not dating a fucking therapist. She ended up being a therapist. <laughs> her, her, her deal breaker. I found out she was a therapist, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. I don't need you analyzing. You set her on fire like a witch. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I threw a bunch of rocks at her till she was immobile. And then, <laughs> and then me and a couple other Rangers fans just like torched her in the, in the, in the, what's this girl's deal? She's a therapist. Oh, oh! No. I got lighter fluid. Cause you know, you're outside, you're outside stations. Everyone's got lighter fluid. So yeah, we killed her. Um, yeah, we murdered that person. So yeah, but I'm not really superstitious. I'm not superstitious. I just burn witches. <laughs> it's like the garden. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, brother, I wanted to ask your opinion on this. Um, we have we have like more injuries piling up, right? Obviously, yeah. there was there's the big two, Heedle and Kako. Goodrow went out. Kreider seems to be hurt. Is still out. He's yeah, still he's out. still out. Uh, Kreider I he just had a tooth knocked out. Yeah, it's no. I think I mean I don't know. Everyone is they're dropping like flies. Um, do you think? Now this is different from the seasons past, right? We uh, we fired Dave Ramsey, and like, the rumor is that like he's helping hide injuries so players can play more, or he was. Do you think that this is just a normal Rangers injury schedule, and we've just been hiding it for all these years, or is this something abnormally like are we getting an abnormal amount of injuries this season? Ah, uh, I think it feels. Like a lot because we haven't had any, but I think it's slight. Like I think it's slightly. I think it's both, Carlo. I think it feels like a lot because we haven't had any, but I still think it's like a tick above average. Yeah, and and it's and it's people we need and rely on. That's the other piece of it. It's yeah, not like which makes it like even worse. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, it's I, a very like it was a very like it's a very real. In another universe, this team could be barely 500. Because of right. all these injuries, yeah, or worse, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just again like to our point earlier. I'm just glad they won so many games out of the gate. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pulling up the standings now. I'm just curious. We're not in first place, obviously. But yeah, who cares about the league? It's all uh, about the division. That's all. we're still. That's we're, all I care we're, about. Where I mean, I like the looking at the league one. It's just it's like a, it's like an ego boost. This is the braggadociousness. That yeah. has caused this uh, cold spell here, but yeah, in the division we have we are still. I mean, we're miles in front of everybody, which is incredible. The Flyers, yeah. huh? They're still holding on. I mean, we have realistically the only team. Like realistically, the Devils are the only ones within like earshot. That could be any sort of long-lasting threat. Like, the Isles, they're going to drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philly, we know that's not real. Even though we got our asses kicked tonight by Washington, that's not real. Uh, the Devils are on their way back. They're, they've gotten healthy. Well, yeah. they just lost Dougie. But they're getting healthy. They're on their way back. I think that even though I was chirping their fans that they wouldn't, I think it would be very unlikely that they don't make the playoffs. But I think, you know, this reminds me, Carlo, of something I wanted to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I wish Dave was here to talk about it because he'd get a kick out of this too. Um, you know, last week we talked a lot about um, the hockey gods uh, being like proof that the hockey gods are real because of what's happening to the New Jersey Devils mm-hmm. and, you know, them being on potential fraud watch. You know who's like not even on fraud watch and like potential fraud watch anymore? They are frauds. Who's that? The Carolina Hurricanes. Absolutely. And I'm they sure are, you're happy. They're frauds. They're frauds. Oh yeah. I mean, they've been a paper tiger for years. And, and that's it. I that's it. It's it, over. Yeah. I think he's lost the room. I mean, I can't see how he hasn't. They they are not good. They look really bad this season, like uncharacteristic. The fans on Twitter, the fans are calling for his job. Really? Yeah. That's really I funny. love I love how I love how a like one bad quarter of a season. It's just that whole, just, it's so fickle. Yeah, that like, that fan base was so just like just razor thin. Just have, just 
paper mache. Have they started the he's never gotten over the hump talks yet? Because that's that's what's I mean, gonna that's what's gonna get this guy's job taken. Like you get it's them the started, truth. you get them going on about like everyone thinks he's so good, but he's never gotten <clears> them <throat> over the hump. He's never won a cup here, you know, never gotten the conference final or whatever, like whatever his accomplishments weren't. Look, get them talking about it. Cause right now it's just a bad string. It's a, again, they're still a winning record. It's a bad quarter of a season. Like you said, mm-hmm. get them, get the wheels turned gaslight them into thinking this guy has been a terrible coach for a long time. And this is a long time coming. You know, here's, here's the thing. Oh, if they lose Brenda Moore, it's over. It's that whole, Brindamore is the only reason. Brindamore is the only reason why that team has been relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, his system is the only reason that team has been relevant. I'll say this about Rod the Bod: I'm not a fan. I've never really been a fan. A lot of people wanted him to be the Rangers coach. That's crazy. Um, I'll say this about him: he's done a lot with a very little mm-hmm. in Carolina. I yeah. mean, you're talking about a team that has one bona fide star in Sebastian Ajo, mm-hmm. and that's it. And then just a bunch, you know, it's 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 Ajo and a bunch of Jesper Fasts. Yeah, and you know, it's. I mean, it's it's a testament to his system. It's a good system. For it is very very boring hockey, but it works. It's effective. This is it's the devil's system. It's a, it's it's just this trap, and then yeah, dump a bunch of pucks on that. And happens. I think everyone's figured out that if you with you know if you can keep the keep the middle of your zone clean mm-hmm. and keep them if you can keep Aho to the outside and you know, just make him take off angle shots, make him take low danger shots, he's the only one with the potential to break in and take high danger shots. Right. So if you just keep him to the outside, the rest of the team, the rest of the Canes yeah. are going to stay to the outside. That's what they're going to do. That's what they're, yeah. It's not going to be it's not going to be hard to keep the rest of the team to the outside. Keep him to the outside, let your goalie see the the puck coming. Who cares? That's yep. the great thing about playing the Canes is that your goalie gets enough looks within the first 5 or 6 minutes to make a to, to feel the puck a couple of times on his pads. Get locked in and stay locked in. Yeah, and you know, and it's it's not even just like keeping the Canes to the outside; it's letting them be outside. Like so much, so much defense, defensive work by a lot of teams is done needlessly, right? Mm-hmm. Just if the if the opposing team comes in your zone and they just want to pass the puck around the perimeter, fucking let them let do him. it. Let them do it. Who cares? Your goalie's gonna see every shot. There's no danger. Just keep, like you said, keep the middle clean. And that's where Carolina wants to be. It's not like they're looking for an opportunity in. They're, they want to just play this weird umbrella style. It's not quite an umbrella, but. And that's, you know, that's exactly what John Cooper did to us two years ago. Yeah. In the Eastern Conference final. He just said, you know what? Let's just, because we're monsters on the power play. Mm-hmm. But we were indecisive with our shots. Let you know, don't give them any clean looks, and they won't take a shot. Yeah, just let them pass it around. Just let them do it. You, who cares? Like, and then you're gonna call. It like, didn't hurt. You similar know, to what we're doing now, you cough up the puck. Odd man rush the other way. Mm-hmm. Bury it. You know when when John Cooper did it to us, it was a tip of the hat. You know, yeah, great coach. When Lindy Ruff did it to us, that stung. <laughs> that yeah, that hurts. That stung. But you know it's it's just because it's Lindy Ruff. I, I don't know. Remember he wasn't he going to be a Rangers coach at some point? Oh, he was a coach. He was an assistant. Uh, yeah, they brought him in in case that. David Quinn fell on his face. That's right. Which he did, and then we never did anything about it. I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, he did his job. He just, I think uh, he a lot he of, did Gallant's job too. He did Gallant's job too. Yeah. I it's I you know David. I I got to think about this because I, I finished um, Carpinello's book. And he has a little bit of a section at the end about uh, the David Quinn era. And, you know, it, he got a raw deal. He came in to do a job. He did his job. And then Dolan's expectations changed immediately. And Well, he- I think, yeah. 
You're right. And it, it's the second we signed Panarin. The second, which we should not have done. We, I mean, I'm happy we did no. it, obviously. But in this rebuild plan, it's we were two years away from needing Panarin. It's the two timeline plan. It was that two timeline bullshit, mm-hmm. and it didn't. You know, David Quinn was not the right type of coach for the two timeline. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, if Laviolette would have got hired way back th- when, I no. think that would have been we would have been a completely I, different team. I think we would definitely well, would have been. He a- did. Laviolette, Laviolette coached a team not much unlike we were when when Panarin signed in Philly. When he first got to Philly, that's true. And he took him to a Cup final. Yeah, that's you know, true. With a lot of young star, with a lot of young talent, and a couple of veterans. That's true. Like grizzled veterans. You know that Philly that Philly team. You know Claude Giroux was a baby on that team. Yeah. Couturier was eighteen. Man, I, I every time I see him, I'm like, oh, he, this guy. He's like forty five years old now. Like what? The, <laughs> I feel Couturier. Well, Couturier. He is. The one player that always made him and Van Riemsdyk, those are the two players that make me feel old, and I don't know why. Yeah, Couturier was eighteen in twenty twelve, so do the math on that. So what? He's twenty twelve. Add ten. He's twenty nine. So like, yeah, he's ah no thirty one. Did, did I add the wrong way? Probably 30, 30 maybe. 30, yeah, thirty. I'll say thirty. Huh. We can just Google it. Couturier's yeah. age. Hold Claude on. Giroux was in his early 20s. He was 22. I think Wayne Simmons was a year older than Giroux. Mm-hmm. He's 31 years old. Yeah. There you go. Man. There you go. And I'm I'm way older than that. All right. Yep. Same. Fuck, man. I, I, All I, right, I, folks. Well, that's I could have made, made the NHL is what I'm saying. You're right. Um. All right, yeah, I don't know, Brendan. It's 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 a not much going on this week. Uh, no, this is going to be the whole month. This is the whole the whole month, month is going to be like <laughs> two one game midweek yeah. weekend full of games. Uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be an interesting month. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of ups and downs this month with mm-hmm. this team. Uh, it's just, like I said before, you just can't sustain that many injuries and not pay, not eventually pay the price for it. Right. And that's what's happening right now. We're paying the price, you know, but I, I, I think if you're listening to this now, it's not the time to panic. No. Um, you know, obviously we will have either won or lost to the Kings by the time anyone hears this podcast. We'll see. So maybe, maybe, we maybe we'll get it out just different. before the game. Maybe we can sneak it out. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe we feel a little bit differently come Monday morning, uh, one way or the other. I don't know. If we, I can if, tell you one thing, there's, yeah. there's definitely no stars of the week for me this week. No, no stars of the week. That segment lasted one week. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing this week. Um, actually, no. I'll say this: Keandre Miller. He's my star. He's my star of the week. Yeah. Maybe not tonight. Yeah, and purely for his offense, not no defensive uh, kudos there this week. Oh, speaking of last week, I owe you and the uh, audience, the crowd, an answer. Uh, Jonathan Quick, mm-hmm. as of right now, Saturday the ninth at uh, seven thirty p.m. Pacific Standard Time, is eight wins shy. Eight wins no, shy. Nine wins shy. Fuck. I gotta roll it up. All right. Well, let's get it, boys. Um, so th- there's one topic I, w- I while you're looking that up, I'm gonna in- pull up one more topic that I wanted to discuss with you. Uh not just on Twitter, but on all of hockey rangers hockey media, there is the trade target conversation. This topic is yeah. Obviously, we all know why this is being a, this is a topic where we need a right wing, but it's the same list of five, the same five people I keep seeing. We're not going to sign Anthony Duclair. It's not going to happen, right? Is it Anthony? No. Right? Did I say? His... Yeah, yeah. We're not. I don't think we're going to get him. I don't think we want him. He's not. 
He's just a name on a bad team. And frankly, none of the names being touted are going to be signed. It's not going to be Kane at the deadline. It's not going to be Tarasenko. We're not going to get to Claire. Who else is it? Is there's a who else is on that list? I don't know. Bertuzzi. Bertuzzi. Actually, I I like Bertuzzi. I, I, I if we can pick him. So up, does everybody. Nice. Yeah, but that's why. Well, he's I think on I, you know, list. I tweeted it. I tweeted it the other day, and I I asked people to to bookmark it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they can come yell at me if I'm wrong. We're not signing any of these people at the deadline. No, it's not happening. We don't have the fucking money. You know, this is I got into, I got into this huge thing, and maybe I shouldn't fucking gas him up. You know, with <laughs> Mickey Rain, Eight Rangers, where Kane scored, and he fucking was like, "Oh, see, good, good throw, X amount of money." Cock- what are you gonna? You gonna? His plan. Is to was to trade Gaudreau and whatever fucking sweeteners we would have had to throw in mm-hmm. for somebody to take that contract to have the money to sign Kane and then to trade Kako to recoup the assets you used to sweeten the Gaudreau deal. That's insane. That's just you're bending over backwards for. For a guy who might not be able to skate in a month and a half, right? I don't. I think in the case of Mickey Rangers, friend of the show, I think he's just <laughs> all in on this Kane thing, and like he's been, he's you pitching, know what? He doesn't actually believe it, but he this is his shtick. He's found a lane, and it's drumming up likes yeah, and retweets. I hope, you know, I, I I'd respect that if I if that were the case. I hope that's the case. Yeah, I really do because if he, you know. But, you know, he's not the only one. There's a lot of other people who are like, see, I fucking told you so. Kane scored a goal. <laughs> Kane's gonna, Kane might score more goals. Maybe. Look, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I need people to understand. Patrick Kane can score 100 goals in between right now and the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't change the fact that the Rangers did not have the money to sign him. Right. That doesn't change. And look, how he performs is irrelevant. It's an it's a non-factor because nobody has a fucking crystal ball to look into the future and say this will be the first guy to to be able to recoup some somewhat of a successful season after the surgery. Mm-hmm. It's not like the other guys had a, a little bit of a drop-off, or even, like, a substantial drop-off. They couldn't fucking skate anymore. Right. Like, Backstrom can... Like, Backstrom cannot skate anymore. If Backstrom continued to play hockey, he was going to put his ability to walk at risk. And he was the most successful player coming off of the surgery. Yeah. No, but Kane did an interview. He's going to be better than ever. You know, that's what he says. This was a this was a zero risk move for Eiserman. Mm-hmm. He had the cap space. He doesn't have the same level of expectations as the Rangers, or the Stars, or the Panthers, the other teams that were in the talks, right? Or Toronto. So he doesn't have the expectations. He had the money. He didn't have to move out any assets. And he sells a bunch of jerseys. Win-win. Right. And he's going to sell a bunch of jerseys. And it doesn't matter how Kane does. It doesn't matter. So he, there, there's one there's one trade piece that no one's talking about. And then I brought, I brought it up. I, I, I made a post on RangerThingsPodcast.com. You can read it if you're a subscriber. If you're not I, a subscriber... Fucking do better at this. Yeah, point. just do better. Just like, like if your you're listening in. to this right now, if you're listening, look, I get we're new. Like we're new, we probably don't have a ton of listeners. But you look like if you're listening to me talk to you right now and you haven't signed up, the fuck are you doing? Just we don't spam you. You just get every week. You get an email. Hey, new episodes up. Maybe once in a while I write an article, and you get that email too. And you could read it right there in the email. You don't have to go to the website. Just read it in the email. But 
when Kane signed, I was like, well, who do we tell? Who's our right winger, right? What do we do with this injury trouble? I crunched some numbers. William Nylander. Right now. Make it make it work for me. Because, look, I love Willie. I love Willie. Yeah. you. He's going to want $14 million in the offseason. He's not going to get $14 million. Listen, him and you, you trade Heedle and a Brzezinski, maybe some other Hartford guys. Kako, maybe some, you trade Kako. Trade Kako and Heedle. Bundle them up for Nylander, yeah. right? Cap works out. Actually, the cap doesn't work. He's making, what is it, four and a half right now. So him and Heedle are pretty much even in terms of contract. But you give them Kako as well. And what do they say? You sign him immediately to a one-year Damn. deal at $9 million. Oof. Right? Oof. You make you it work. That? You say one year, $9 million. No, let Show us that this is not a fluke. Perform, and then he'll get his fourteen. Right. Perform, and maybe you would like maybe win a cup here. Yeah. And then if you don't want to stay here, you can get paid anywhere else. Right. He and he will get paid anywhere else. But come play this season at your current contract. Play next. We'll as a sign of good faith. We'll give you one more year at nine, and then go from there. I think. Right. I mean that put that puts us win now that. Puts us over the top in terms of talent. He's, yeah. like, I mean, the guy's how a old stud. Is, how old is Vinny Trocek? Well, that's a good question. Because Trocek has solidified himself on this team at this point. Yeah. You 30. Know. He's 30. Okay. So he's got five years left. <sighs> yeah. You know, him and Mika both have a, like a roughly five seasons left of, of competing at a very high level. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know, but I, th- I think Nylander is the move. I and it's not like you're blowing up. If you whatever small blow up that you have to do to get him is worth it. The guy's a, the guy's an animal. So that's that's my stance. But no one wants to say that. No one thinks. No one thinks. No one thinks it through. They just want Patrick Kane. Imagine. You, imagine you're the general Top manager six. of an NHL franchise, right? You've worked hard in hockey your whole life, and you're a smart person. You understand how things work. You understand the business aspect of it, and you're presented two boxes. One of them is Patrick Kane, and the other one is William Nylander. Why would you ever pick Patrick Kane, right? Now, new scenario. You are a mental midget on Twitter. Yeah, and you're presented these same two options. Why are you picking Patrick Kane? Think like the person that's doing the job that you're pretending to have, right? That's just my that's my hot take. I, I mean, come on, come on. Yeah. All right, but you know this league is stupid, man. This league is stupid, and somebody is gonna you know somebody will pay Kane big money next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens all the time. Wait, you think? Uh, wait, you I, think Kane is gonna get big money next year? I think so, yeah. If he could, if, if if he makes it through this series, somebody's going to sign him to a multi. Get the fuck out of here! That if he makes it through insane. this season, but let's let's stick let's let's stick with Willie real quick because yeah. let's talk about like let's let's daydream here mm-hmm. about a top six that's Kreider, <laughs> Mika, Nylander because it's got to be Mika and Nylander have to play together. Yeah, absolutely. That fucking Swede connection. You know what I mean? That'd be nice. They're both <laughs> fucking, they're both absolute fucking smoke shows, right? <laughs> you like my, <laughs> you like Mika? I don't know Mika. Bro, the hair doesn't do it. Kreider, Kreider, Mika, Nylander might be the fucking the sexiest line in hockey. That's the man rocket line. That I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, that's a ten out of ten. Tens across the board. I, 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 I'm not a Mika fan i think the long hair doesn't do it for me but i definitely Kreider is high on my list if i had a he's hall, a stud if i had a hall pass if my wife gave me a hall pass i'd probably ban chris Kreider. Um, and then willie willie, I mean, Nila, willie he, knees he's a handsome he's a handsome young boy he's a handsome he's a handsome man 
He's a handsome, that might handsome be man. The, that's, that's a fucking... That's a rocket line, bro. That's a rocket <laughs> that's line. That's good. But, I mean, we have some other lookers on the team, you know. Uh, Pitlick is I mean, more I handsome mean, than you'd think. Oh, yeah. Key? Key? I mean, Key. Look, the, the, New York, the New York Rangers are a fucking Puck Bunny's wet dream. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I mean, even like even guys, even guys like fucking like Goodrow, like Barkley Goodrow. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. He's handsome enough. You know? Do you do you? Then you call. Then you call up fucking Johnny Bruds. Oh my god, that dude, a handsome guy. What I about... mean, none of let's none of none of these guys are are even as close to as as handsome as Brett Holden was. Not Brett Holden, that... Brett Howden. Yes, Brett Howden was. He was. Very studly. It still is. Still is this a funny, stud. This is funny. Last time I was in New York, I went out to dinner with Dave and Tish, and we're in, we're, we're in a coffee shop afterwards, and we're trying to go. We we did had almost had this exact conversation, but it was just hockey players in general, and both Dave and Tish were horrified that I said Craig McTavish is a handsome guy. Oh, he is. He I is agree. right. I don't know. I, I think uh, I don't know what. But then again, it's like I'm not on the Hank train. I, I think, agree. Hank. I mean, Hank's handsome enough, but he's got the weird hairline. That he does have a weird hairline. But a, I feel like that's a makes deal breaker him, for me. No, can't do. No, it. No, I think it just makes him a little. It makes him more unique. It makes him defective. Like the hairline is weird, man. <laughs> it makes him defective. <laughs> Imagine you wake up every morning, you look over at his fucking gumby ass hairline. It's like. <laughs> Just looking right back at you, and you're just like, "Fuck! I gotta look at this every goddamn day." The man is like model hot. <laughs> I mean, he his PR people have taught us that. Yeah, he, yeah. He's he's a handsome guy, and he dresses very well. But let's let's be yeah. let's be real. Like he's eight out of ten. All right, bro. He's no ten out of ten. Speak, speaking of fucking studs, uh huh. Brendan Smith in person the other night. Oh yeah, stud. Really, with the slick back hair. This guy. You know what I mean? Going out after the game, eating some sloppy steaks. <laughs> yeah, slopping with the boys. He's slopping him up. <laughs> That's the. This is the third week in a row. There's a sloppy steaks yeah. reference. <laughs> Wait, so he uh, he slicks it back. He doesn't push it back. Well, but in the pregame, mm-hmm. it was a slick back. Ooh, it was a slick nice. back for nice. sure. In the pregame. Bro, you know who's fucking really, really exciting to watch live? I'm sure this is not going to make surprise many people. Jack Hughes. Oh, I bet. Jack That's... Hughes live is fucking... You know who's really good and I didn't realize how good he was because I don't watch a lot of Devil's Hockey? Luke Hughes. His little brother, Luke. Mm-hmm. He's really good. I mean, the guy was the fucking fourth overall pick. Right. Fifth overall pick, right? Is it? It's fucking insane that the like the worst player in that family was the seventh overall pick. That's <laughs> he, disgusting. You, know, you, you, saw, you saw that clip of the interview with Jack Hughes, where, oh, the, where the reporters like the best. The reporter. Well, what was it like growing up with Quinn? You know, what? No, it's when Quinn was supporting him and when he uh, during like the like all the the circus that is getting picked overall first mm-hmm. overall. And he was like, what was it like, you know, to have him supporting you, you know, practically like an older brother? And he's like, and Jack just fucking was like, like he uh, is he's my not old- practically <laughs> my older brother. He's actually my older yeah. brother. <laughs> Man, I love I love hockey media so much. I mean, hot hot take. I know this is a really hot take. Maybe it's not such a hot take. I think Quinn is the best out of all of them. No, I no Jack had hands down. Jack's the best of the. Of the I, three. I I think I don't know. I really like Quinn Hughes. I you know. I, I mean, I, I like understand him. why. I understand why the league values Jack more than Quinn. I just think that players like Quinn are are much fewer and far between. Guys no. who can produce from the blue line. The way guys like Fox, McCarr, and Quinn can, yeah, are just far fewer, and you know, fewer and far between. You know, look, Jack Hughes is a phenomenal hockey player, but no. I feel like, you know, is he that much better than like, like, what's the margin between? 
Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Jack Hughes, Austin Matthews, William Lee Litton, Nylander, Artemi Panarin, you know, Artemi Panarin, now Connor Bedard, Will Cooley, not Will Cooley, um, Logan Cooley, mm-hmm. Leo Carlson, you know, all of these high-end players, what's the uh, what's the margin of error between them? It's like, you know, it's like a hair. Yeah. And I could only name three defensemen who can play at that level. Right. Fox. Right now. McCarr. And Hughes. And Hughes. Yeah. I, Oiler fans want so badly for Evan Bouchard to be in that conversation. No, I'm sorry. And it's just ridiculous. I mean, Evan Bouchard's a good hockey player. Yeah. But he's not Quinn Hughes. He's not Kel McCarr. He's he could not be. Adam he Fox. could be. He could be. Just not, not on this team, not you on know. this year. You know. Uh, but yeah, that's why I think it's just a guy like Quinn is more valuable to his team. That I will absolutely agree with. I, is, is he the best of the talents wise? No. But he's definitely the most no. valuable. Clearly. Is he yeah. going to put up? Yeah, he's not going to score 100 points. But, you know, he's. You know, he may he might be the only one who could wear a C. Yeah. You know, you, you don't uh, you don't see and, you don't see Jack wearing the C in jersey. No, not that's Nico's team. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Nico is Nico's really overlooked by I'm gonna say even Devils fans. Yeah, he's so good. My wife not my wife not included. My wife loves Nico. He sure. Yeah. It's I would let me tell you something, bro. I who who would I have to trade? Igor and Fox are the only two that are off limits to get a guy like Nico Hishar. Nico Hishar on our team, right? I mean, he's so fucking. Good. He's yeah. I mean, he's definitely under underrated, undervalued. Like he is, he's a total package hockey player. Like this is this guy is he, he does really everything is. you need. He really is, and he doesn't. He does. He's not flashy about it. And I think that's right. Well, that's uh, he's not marketable, right? Right. You know, it's just it's so hard. It's so funny when you look back and you think that there was like there was a real debate over who should go first, him or Pat. Was it Nolan Patrick or Patrick Nolan or whatever it is mm-hmm. name was? I can't even remember his fucking name. The kid who went to Philly, right, with the red hair. Yes, the Andy oh. Dalton looking kid who's not even <laughs> in the league anymore. I don't think. Uh huh. That was I don't, I don't I don't I remember that kid. I don't remember his name. It was Nolan Patrick, I think, or Patrick Nolan, one of the two. I want to say Nolan Patrick. I'll tell you right now, Nolan Patrick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And we're, like, does he even? I think he might. Like the last I saw him, he was with the Knights. Maybe. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. He, well, he was with the Knights in two two seasons. Oh, last season, not this season. So he's got a fucking cup, is what you're telling me. He's got a cup. He's got his name on the fucking cup, and I'm yeah. sitting there talking shit about well, no, him. Well, you know, he played. He only played 25 games. So still got his name on the cup. Maybe they they get to pick. Who's still got your name on the cup. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, good for him. Poor Nico. He just no cup for Nico. No cup Nico. That's what I'm gonna call him. Yeah, no cup Nico. No cup Nico. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I mean it's just, it's insane that there was even a conversation between those two. Look at check out this top this. Uh, oh, these are the prospects here. Hold on here. Then again, looking back, it's insane that there was even a like a conversation between Hughes and Kako. Well, listen, listen <laughs> to this draft year. This is twenty seventeen. Uh, it was uh, Nico Patrick, uh, Miro Hiskinen, Kale McCarr, Pedersen. That's when, then we drafted Anderson seven, Casey Middlestat, <laughs> Owen Tippett, uh, Natchez, Suzuki. Let's so see. upsetting. Heedle. Think about how much better our team is. Think about how much better our team is if we took any of the five that went right after Leah Anderson. Leah Sanderson, Casey Middlestat, Michael Rasmussen, Owen Tippett, Gabriel Velarde, and Martin Natchez. Yeah. I don't know, or then Nick Suzuki. I mean, what a year! I, I I forgot this year was so good. Wow! Think about how much better we are. But Ugh. wait, what did what did that what did that um, Anderson trade turn into? Or did we know we did, did we trade him away, or did he just drop him? 
I don't remember. My my memory is fucking shot this week. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Oh, we no. Uh, Leah Sanderson went to L.A. for a second round pick that became Will Cooley. That's right. So you know what? So it was an, it was an investment. We, so for we Will drafted. Cooley. So we drafted Will Cooley seventh overall <laughs> six years ago. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. So. All right. yeah, I think that's a good place to call it. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Yeah, closing closing statements. I think like don't worry just yet. Like yeah. we're gonna be okay. The Rangers we'll, are gonna be okay. We'll be fine. We're making the playoffs. They're so. gonna pull through this. Yeah, they've we'll got a, a good enough roster with a good enough coaching staff to pull through this. We just gotta so. hang tight until until April. That's all we have to do. Let's not lose our cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think they've got to but not not in the sense like they did last year where they just waited for the playoffs. Like th- this coach will keep their level of compete where it needs to be. Yeah. Well, I'm talking as fans. We do not need to yeah. stress out until April. We're making the playoffs. Exactly. Don't worry exactly. about it. Let let it doesn't matter where we, you know, it doesn't matter how we get in, we are going to get in. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe a little that. bit of fucking adversity isn't such a bad thing. I, you know, I when you look at what happened to Boston. It's better to get it out of the way yeah. now. Um, but yeah, yes. remember, visit our website, rangerthingspodcast.com. Put your fucking email in there. It's easy. We don't spam you. I, I could spam you if that's what you want. I can get your email address one way or the other. Um, remember, follow us on all of the socials. Jeez. Search Ranger Things. Uh, or just Christ. send us an email. Contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. We yeah. actually want tell us eat. how our new mics sound. How are yeah? How do the new mics sound? Tell us your Rangers watching superstitions. I want to hear that. We'll read them on the show. Yeah. Um, for Brendan Lyons, later Gators. I'm Carlo Montanino. See you all next week. Bye. Play the clip. Fucking play the fucking clip. Do it. Oh, jeez. I'll put it in a post. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I